hello and welcome back to the real horror show podcast i am your host samantha joined with joined by the stormy skies <laughs> hello and hopefully now that i am a married woman yes. um we can be a little more back on schedule no promises um, yeah no promises because it is summer so you never know yeah it is summer stormy is still getting her doctorate yeah, yeah. um oh did you drive by lynchburg at all uh sh- Huge. No, I didn't. I did not drive uh, by Lynchburg, which is where the school is. Yeah, I was gonna. I should have asked if um, yeah. you would stop by where your college technically is. I did not even. It did not cross my mind yeah. because it's it's so online that I like forget that it yeah. actually exists physically. <laughs> yeah, I think since we are uh, have mentioned doing a group trip just yeah. in passing, mm-hmm. maybe we should go to Lynchburg, not necessarily for your graduation, but just so you can check out Lynchburg and pretend yeah Yeah, it seems like overall it there's cool stuff to do apart from the university (laughs) yeah Lynchburg was really cute we went for a weekend once and it Uh, had a lot of cute stuff to try it's nice awesome that sounds awesome after a two-week break I am starting to feel a little refreshed on the podcast I felt a little bit on in a rut yeah but I need to catch up on putting old episodes on the website they're all drafted I just need to do the fucking pictures them. <laughs> yeah and then I also uh am excited to have some time um on like my Fridays that I will probably finally take a look at our outro notes and all that stuff and like mm-hmm. do a total overhaul I think because this is a couple years yeah. old at this point yeah I think I think a big thing that's helping me yeah refine motivation is mm-hmm. um You know, I do, I volunteer for literary magazines online, trying to do like digital content management. Yeah. And it's like, why the fuck am I doing it for other people and not just (laughs) honing (laughs) all of that into real horror show and postcard press? It's just always, these are background things that we do in our free time and it gets hard with other jobs. Mm -hmm. I should just put my whole potosy into it. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, but yeah, I, I am feeling refreshed. And, I, and another thing that's helping that is kind of taking the first steps to moving off of Netflix review, reviewing movies mm-hmm. and moving to Shudder, which I do think Netflix does release a lot of original horror movies. Yeah. But Shudder does feel more relevant right now in our yeah. in our little community. Yeah, I felt that way too. Like just it was refreshing just not being on Netflix, you yeah. know, for once. And seeing all the movies we could be reviewing that are weird and different, all the horror shorts that Shudder has. Yeah. And I go back and forth on having a Shudder account, but now that we're going to use it for the podcast, I'll just keep it up because it's only $6 a month. So why the fuck not? Oh, yeah. Let me know. I can send you three bucks a month, girl, on Ooh. Venmo. <laughs> yeah. Now that I have a Venmo and I have you as my friend, you're my only friend on Venmo. Yeah. So. <laughs> Let's do it. And another thing I really like about Shutter, since I have the movie page pulled up, is I can easily see other user reviews. Yeah. So that'll be fun to go through as we're Um, talking about. That is cool. Um, But yeah, Shutter has a lot of really cool movies coming out this summer that I'm excited for. Um, The one I'm most excited for, I think, comes out. I don't have an exact date if it's not out already. Last time I checked, it wasn't. The Black Girl and Her Monster. Oh, cool. Um, or the Angry Black Girl and Her Monster. Um, I saw a newer horror podcast I now follow on Twitter called Unbound and Rewound. Mm-hmm. Um, she brought it up. They brought it up. 
I don't know the, their pronouns. I'm just going to go they to play yeah. it safe. Um, <laughs> Definitely. Uh, they they should shared the trailer for it, shared their interview with the director, and the cinematography looks so gorgeous. It's a retelling of Frankenstein. Oh, neat. Where the quote-unquote mad scientist is a young Black girl who's trying to bring her brother back after he was killed in a police shooting. Oh, nice. So incredibly relevant, and the cinematography looks fucking gorgeous. And I just love innovative retellings of classic stories. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep, there we go. And that's coming out when, you said? I don't have the date in front of me, but I think maybe July or August is when it's supposed to come out. I have checked Shutter recently, and Mm -hmm. I don't think it's up yet. Okay. I think it's going to have a brief stint in theaters before being a Shutter exclusive. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. So... Um, speaking of movies coming out later this summer, I was at the movie theater last night and we're getting a new Insidious movie that I didn't yeah, know about. Yeah. <laughs> when you said that to me, I was like, yeah, it's out on Netflix, right? Let's watch it. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> so I was, no, I was at the theater and <laughs> I, I saw Patrick Wilson and I was like, yeah. oh, is this, is this new Conjuring or is this new Insidious? One or the other. <laughs> Cause they were, they were hyping it up. The trailer was hyping it up. Like, oh, we're reuniting after a really long time to deal with this evil. I'm like, okay, so it's not the Conjuring because the Conjuring comes out like every two years. Um, yeah, yeah, it does. So I think that would be fun to revisit the Insidious universe when that new I movie comes out. I love Insidious. Like, I love the first one. I saw the second one once, but like, I then like that, that moment in our lives happened where I became overwhelmed and now there's five, there's gonna be five. So I'm like, yeah. oh, <laughs> yeah, it's called Insidious, the red door. And I believe they're marking it as the final chapter, but the last movie was the final chapter. So yeah, the last key. <laughs> yeah, who so even good. knows what a final chapter is anymore? Literally, there there isn't one because there there are no rules. You just like yeah. do you just do it whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so. I love I love me some Patrick Wilson. Yeah, it looks like the last movie came out in 2018, so that gives us a five year difference. That is a good gap between sequels. It is. Yeah. It gives you time to like feel some hype to have missed these characters. Yeah. Get hyped up with, with Patrick Wilson, who I think is awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, and it looks like it's coming out. So show times. Yeah. Like now, like July, July. July. Okay. I think I thought it said July. July. All right. Yeah. I'll I'll bookmark <laughs> yeah. it because I also do kind of want to start writing reviews for Real Horror Show again. It's just yeah. one of those things of sitting down to fucking write. And yes, I feel especially you. right now in the summer where I don't have the energy anymore to see a movie at 10 o'clock at night on a Thursday like I used to since I have Fridays off. Yeah. Um, I went to see the movie I saw last night. I didn't expect the theater to be full at all. Maybe like one or two other people because it was a raunchy rated R comedy. Yeah, what'd you see? I saw No Hard Feelings. Oh, how was that? It was pretty cute. I think I would have liked it better had they not tried to be a raunchy comedy and just been like a more subtle, heartwarming comedy. Yeah. Because like, there's one scene and I don't mind spoiling it. Uh, I feel like it's a very good selling point. Maybe they should just have this on the poster. Jennifer Lawrence has like a five minute full frontal nudity scene seriously seriously and it's and while she's, she's naked yeah she's full-on naked 
and it's when she's beating the shit out of people so if that's like a certain kink for somebody um have at it maybe go see it alone like i'm not gonna judge you um just you know keep it under your jacket (laughs) right but like even in the context of the scene it was happening it felt out of place for how heartwarming the movie ended up being yeah I I totally feel you and like I totally respect her for doing a full frontal scene um because she did have her nudes leaked several years ago and in a way (laughs) it kind of takes away the value of those leaked nudes to just willingly do a full frontal scene yes yes for sure I have not seen the nudes so I feel like I'm missing out big time yeah (laughs) I was I was shocked when it happened I was like yeah I don't think Jennifer Lawrence is into like showing her boobs in movies she showed like half a boob in mother yeah yes she was dating Darren Aronofsky (laughs) at the time so there was probably like a different level of comfort in that moment yeah but just full-on full bush titties out yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's so weird I didn't think there were like I knew the movie was about like probably like sex stuff and things mm-hmm. like that but I like for some reason watching the trailers a million times because that's all I'm seeing on my social media is like I thought that there would just be no nudity for some reason you know what I mean yeah. like yeah in, like, like the R rating comes, the R rating comes <laughs> from language and implied right. that's what I yeah implied yeah so okay weird probably were you like surprised (laughs) I was because moments before it it happens during a skinny dipping scene and moments before she like took off her shirt and bra and it just showed her back didn't even show butt so I was like okay so Jennifer Lawrence still isn't doing nudity that's totally fine that's totally acceptable and then their clothes get stolen and she comes out of the water and you see her in the distance and I'm like wait is she actually gonna do fucking full frontal in this teen raunchy comedy (laughs) and yes yes she was naked uh was the guy naked with her peen Uh, there was no peen there was Uh, there was dude butt though dude butt okay well I guess that's okay I guess but like you know how I won't even get into that because (laughs) yeah uh no I I also need to go see the blackening which is horror comedy that's out that is about a bunch of black characters um stuck in like a saw type scenario not saw but like yeah wait i've um, seen this the guy from star wars in that hold up new star wars i can't remember he um, might be but the tagline for that is we can't all die first and yes yes that's what i've seen <laughs> yeah i'm very i'm very excited to see it i just haven't had a moment to go see it because you know fucking wedding took over my life for an entire month it did yeah it doesn't look like the guy from star wars is in this but i have seen this promoted a bunch of times we can't mm-hmm. all die this is 2022 weird it just came out i wonder I if it know. had early releases in 2022 uh, yeah or this... i know i know it's based on an snl skit oh neat yeah yeah so, this looks I, i'm excited to see it yeah yeah that looks kind of fun um but yeah, let's, um, awesome. oh, I'm debating whether or not I should bring it up before we talk about the movie. Ooh, um, do it. <laughs> just briefly touch on current events since we're both Titanic oh, kids. Oh God, <laughs> I could go on for the whole uh, hour talking about this. I, I absolutely could too, <laughs> but by the mini show, it'll be irrelevant anymore. Probably. <laughs> I know, not to me, <laughs> but yeah, to everybody else, yeah. <laughs> but Jesus 
fucking Christ. The only person I genuinely feel bad for and sympathize with is the 19-year-old who died in this implosion because he did not want to go. He was terrified. He did it to make his dad happy. He didn't even want to go. He didn't want to go. And that is so tragic. But everything else, the pilot, the CEO who died, he ignored every safety regulation. He ignored every piece of advice from all of the experts who've done multiple deep sea dives. Mm-hmm. And because of his fucking hubris, his mm-hmm. unwillingness to listen, he got himself and four other people killed. And the only saving grace about this is mm-hmm. the implosion happened would have taken two nanoseconds and right. it takes four nanoseconds for your brain to register pain. Right. So it was mm-hmm. truly the best way to die. And the thing that gets me even angrier. Yeah. James Cameron and Bob Ballard, who are very famous in the Titanic community. If you don't know who they are, why are you in the Titanic community? <laughs> uh, you don't know James Cameron. Get off this podcast. <laughs> Bob Ballard, of course, found the Titanic. Um, he hasn't done as many dives as James Cameron, but he's big in like the Titanic, trying trying to find ways to preserve the Titanic. I know he's working on like a 3D experience to explore the wreckage safely. Um because he wants it respected as a graveyard, but he's never been against like something like a tourism company, um, just a safe a safe tourism company, a safe one. Yes, that yes. would be good. <laughs> and then James Cameron, of course, has spent the most time at the wreckage of the Titanic, and neither of one of them spoke out as this was going on. James Cameron said he had been asked multiple times by multiple people what his thoughts on the situation were, but both he and Bob Ballard said. The moment they heard about the missing sub on Monday, yeah, they got on the phone with each other and agreed that it it imploded. And every interview I've seen of James Cameron since they've confirmed this, angrier and angrier, yeah. <laughs> discussing the guy, yeah, discussing the guy, discussing how he's warned multiple people who've started working on deep sea submarines not to use the materials that he used because it will corrode faster than titanium or stainless steel yeah and i can't believe he used some shit like that he used the carbon fiber which i yeah. knew was gonna be fucked up yeah and like james Cameron just keeps getting angry and angrier because yeah. above all else mm-hmm. he is passionate about deep sea diving and, and the like ocean. science yeah and, and science like discovery and you just see it he's so angry that this was such a reckless loss of life that could have been prevented it was 100% preventable and his first interview he said I'm struck by how similar it is to the Titanic tragedy Mm -hmm. where you have this captain who is being warned multiple times Mm -hmm. it is unsafe to in the Titanic situation continue going through the ice field in pitch black with no wind to mark the bergs and go like super fucking fast which yeah pushing (laughs) the engines to their limits and then this guy who's being told you know you shouldn't use this material it's not safe you're not certified yeah you didn't do the thing with the third uh, party company to get the certification Mm -hmm. to you know pass the safety tests and that guy is totally yeah yeah and he's you can tell he's getting angry and he said bob and i knew the first moment we heard it we heard about the situation we heard that the tracking and the comms went out at the exact same time and there was zero doubt in their minds that it had imploded and yet we spent four whole days (sighs) looking for them like the resources yeah the resources and i get why the coast guard wanted to do that they want they couldn't just say we're not going to look for them because here's the information we have right 
the most logical conclusion is that they imploded because I don't think the public would have accepted that. They're like, yeah, they wanted to use the whole 96 hours. They knew that they had oxygen to yeah. quote unquote, try and find them. What re- they were really looking for was just evidence of, of the like death or, or, or implosion. Yeah. Yeah. And they, found, and, I'm glad they found it quickly. Yeah. And so, what yeah. James Cameron said is I knew exactly where the debris field would be. It would be in their last known location underneath there. And guess what? It was. So yeah. they should have yeah. gotten ROV down there a lot sooner. Yeah. James Cameron is top tier. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I know people like to give him shit as a director because of Avatar. But when it comes to like Titanic shit and deep sea diving, the man went to the bottom of the Mariana Trench. He hasn't yeah. been the furthest down and he wasn't the first. But I think he was the first solo expedition solo. down to the Mary Mariana yeah. Trench. Challenge the man indeed. knows what he's talking about. He is so passionate about this. So. Yeah. He He's going into details about where he thinks it failed. So I won't be surprised if next year he rebuilds the Titan oh, to do a dang. documentary to show here's yeah. what happened. Whoa. And everybody's like, well, what was the banging they heard? It was just not related. Yeah, it was not related. And the Titanic <laughs> is probably making a lot of noises down there. Yeah, it's made of metal. You know what I mean? It could it literally it could have been anything. But like they were putting out the the news about the banging whenever that that was the first news that came out there like the noise and I was like oh my god like what if they're alive I know like down there I was confident they were dead like I when <laughs> yeah, I heard the me news too. I was like oh yeah they died the second they lost comms like I, I, I especially have, like, as I learned more and more about the stuff yeah. I was like yeah there's no fucking way these guys are still alive and then the banging news came out and was like oh shit well, oh, I guess they're just dying they? the worst possible death then because the Coast Guard and Navy both said if they are at the wreckage site yeah. We cannot save them. Right. Yes. Yeah. And like, I had these two minds thinking about it because I was glued to this story since I'm sure you were too, since yeah, we heard everybody. about it. And it was like, they're either alive, banging and running out of oxygen and panicking or they, they've they been dead, yeah. you know? And it's, and it, w- it was just trying to figure out which one was it. <laughs> yeah. So it was like insane. Just- and yeah. Yeah, good. I know. I just get angry and I have yeah. zero regrets sharing memes about the situation because yeah. it was it's, hubris it's that got them killed. Stupid. It was pride that got them killed. Just like pride got what right. fifteen hundred people on the Titanic killed. Fifteen people. Yeah, fifteen hundred people. And um And you know, yeah. I wouldn't share memes. I don't think anyone would be making funny memes if they weren't billionaires spending a quarter mm. of a million dollars to go play around in the mass grave of yeah third class immigrants right because while quite a few first class men died on the titanic it was primarily third class passengers it was all the people that couldn't pay you know what i mean they were just like not seen as people yeah and i'm also living in the reality of you know a a comparable situation since 99 percent of the world can't afford a 250 hundred thousand dollar ticket to go see the titanic if you're on a cruise ship that you spent a thousand dollars on yeah. and you fall off the side, they're not going to send out mm-hmm. like the U.S. Navy and to right. find you. They're not yes. going to send out private companies from France to come find you. Uh huh. Yeah. And yeah, it does yeah, matter yeah. that they were billionaires and we were making like the media was so hyper fixated mm-hmm. on this story because mm-hmm. the same time this was happening, 700 refugees drowned in one of the Greek seas, trying to get to a different location, trying to move from one unsafe place to a place where they could start better lives. Barely any news coverage on that. So yes, 
The fact that they are billionaires does matter. The fact that U.S. tax money is going to go to fund this recovery effort Mm -hmm. is infuriating. And I hope Ocean Gate is fined up the ass for this. They're going to be, they're just going to be gone. They're they're going to be so bankrupt. It's done. They're done. It's done. Um, and I think yeah. the most ironic part, billionaires hate regulations. Yeah. New regulations are going to happen because of this. Well, good. I don't That's know. the one thing that can come out of this, I think, yeah. is that that. Which it's going to be hard to enforce those regulations since yeah. the Titanic is in open water. Yeah. I don't think it's across any border right. per se, because I know like some borders do extend into the ocean a bit. Like, yeah. oh, they're past this point. So that means it's a U.S. problem. Yeah. Like different. Yeah. Different continents or different countries yeah i don't know we'll see what happens but the whole situation makes me so fucking angry yeah it's 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 insane because the more i think about this and like the more i like remind myself that it actually happened it's it's so shocking because like like it wasn't supposed to happen and james cameron like did say something about like we there there's never been an accident like this because this, this isn't supposed to happen so it's like yeah. really jarring to think there's about. never been an accident because every other expedition right. has around. done what they're supposed to do that's what i'm saying get the it's certification so do the countless pressure tests mm-hmm. use the correct materials have weeks of training in weeks case of there training. is an emergency right but like no and, just like take me down there now here's my yeah. money like just take me now like i don't yeah. care and I, even, I have fun. even the smallest thing james cameron said every trip yeah. he took down there it was a two submarine trip so that if yeah. something happened to one submarine like it got stuck on the mm-hmm. debris of the titanic which is a bigger risk he said like, the risk was never that the ship would implode because we ran the tests. We were yeah. very precise in our testing. Mm-hmm. Um, the fear was always we would get entangled in the Titanic mm-hmm. and be stuck that way. So they always took two subs down yeah. just in case to try and get the other one out. Okay. That's so a great point. Yeah. There was yeah. no fail safe for this so, one. It was just like, <laughs> it was doomed from the start. It's so yeah. insane. So just a complete waste of life because he should have listened yeah. to the experts a waste like of i don't life. think anybody yeah. would be it would be a tragedy had he followed you know all the safety protocols and something still yes. failed yes. it's it's like we always talk about in these horror movies oh well you died because you got off the trail right or like you yeah like you didn't do what you were supposed to do yeah and you went against all of you know like reasonable advice yeah so like there's no logic to it and that's also a a scary part when I keep reading about this it's like and I I read this in like other articles too that this these thoughts are starting to come out about like why did these people not like back out yeah if they knew that nothing was gonna be safe you know what I mean like every single I I heard that there was another person that was supposed to be on the sub yeah um and he did back out at the last minute when he saw yeah what the sub was oh okay yeah yeah but the other ones they were just like i'm ready to go now like let's go and i think there is leaked audio i heard it on tiktok i don't know if it's been confirmed but leak audio from june 11th where they're you know looking over the sub making sure everything's safe and there was a known leak in one of the valves no way so whether or not they fix that properly that could have been and that's the other thing sam that it was like it got messed up last june like it it, and they had to fix it and they like they took this out multiple times like dude it was like on its last fucking leg Mm -hmm. 
like just build a new one yeah like they just they freaking they and i think yeah that's another big thing about deep sea subs is you can't use them over and over again they only have like one or two trips in them before they start eroding yeah in my mind i picture using a fresh one like every single time you know which is why it's so fucking expensive well you know what they have the money you know what i mean so it it, there's no excuses there Mm. really is none except for like sheer shocking like lack of like like not caring yeah like lack of care for like your fellow human just trying to get money you know what i mean like that's it so i do feel for the families i just it they should have really thought about a waiver that says death three times yeah before getting on that ship and this whole thing could have just been prevented yeah yeah i don't know what there's there's so so many things that should have been done i feel for the families especially the mother who lost her son because he just wanted to make his dad happy yeah and her husband that sucks yeah both at the same time so damn hubris is what hubris is always the downfall of man and also i've heard and used the word hubris more this past week than <laughs> me my too i think life. yeah me too and you shouldn't have to try to be using that word a lot but you know yeah. what that's the only word you can use for this circumstance yeah. um but, and like that dude's like he, it, there's quotes from that guy the ceo where he'll he says like this crazy shit that makes no sense like he's like oh yeah i'm trying to be so innovative and the people that you know want to check on my stuff and talk to me and blab at me about safety they're just trying to bring me down he's like he like it's almost like he's like talking about these people like they're like haters yeah on him it's it's insane i think like, how do you most, get like that i feel like a lot of titanic experts were, yeah. were excited about the idea they just wanted it to be safe oh yeah if it was safe and awesome and worked well and they did everything right every single time then like it could be great but, but it but now it's it's fucked up and no one's ever yeah. going to want to do it again because everyone's going to be scared. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is well, good, good. Because you know what, Sam, you're right. It also is a mass grave. Like maybe you shouldn't be down there for fun, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, let's, <laughs> let's get into something fun like murder and the Catholic Church. Yes, and... that is the real horror show. I mean, like the RMS Titanic thing, that's the real horror yeah, show but... portion. So we will just talk I about just, it a little bit. I of... just thought we should talk about it because <laughs> it'll be irrelevant by the time we do a mini show and we are yes. openly Titanic kids. Yes. So. Uh maybe next time we talk about it there might be some other news about it. I'm going to stick to it like glue for the next week to see if I can if there's anything. I'm I'm waiting yeah. to hear like if like the families are going to make a comment. Mm-hmm. and like if there's any lawsuits that are going to come about so we'll see yeah i'm sure since they signed the waivers i don't know if the yeah. family has any place to sue them I but know. i think it would be i don't know if it would be a class action lawsuit but i feel like the american public should sue them since, there's gotta be something right the coast guard and navy are funded by u.s tax dollars yeah can't there be some type of a lawsuit regarding like complete disregard of like safety and human mm-hmm. like life yeah i feel like learning everything that's come out in his own words yeah i think a lawsuit is very valid okay yeah so we'll see yeah and that happens yeah but anyway <clears throat> yeah this week on the podcast we're talking about consecration and my goal by the end of this episode <laughs> cycle yeah. is to learn how to spell consecration 
consecration. I've yeah. struggled. I want to spell like concentration, but it's consecration. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's the same as concentration, but switch the N in the yeah. middle with the C. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, after her brother dies under strange circumstances, Grace travels to the Mount Savior Covenant for ans- or convent for answers. Yeah. Once there, she uncovers murder, sacrilege, and a shocking truth about her past. This movie stars Jenna Malone, Danny Houston, Janet Sozman, Thorin Ferguson, and Will Keane. Uh, this movie did come out on Shudder may 13th is it it is it is it is a shutter exclusive i believe it did start making rounds on vod mm-hmm. and the canes film festival as early as 2021 um came out on february 10th in the united kingdom in february 2023 and then march 3rd 2023 on vod mm-hmm. and may 19th on shutter mm-hmm. uh, sorry that was a little sporadic i was on both shutters page and wikipedia getting that <laughs> no, information so this no is problem. a fairly new ish movie at least new to the shutter community yeah um and it was full disclosure i'm already not a huge fan of like catholic church and demons right in yeah. terms of horror movies like yeah I, exorcisms are my least favorite genre of horror same, same yeah i'd have to say same. they're just they're all the same at the end. I, that's what i'm saying i'm like oh you've seen them all you've seen one you've seen them all like what are you gonna yeah. do oh uh, the priest is here and the demon is resisting the exorcism yeah, like what's damn. gonna um this, this did try and take that there was yeah. no real exorcism i guess um yeah in this movie but it did try and take that concept and flip it a bit yeah. maybe where the demon is good actually and the catholic church is bad yes Um, yes and when we get into plot i'll talk about it more but i feel like it was very all over the place you know what i was reading something while i was watching and it's it described it as this it said the movie asked more questions than it could answer and i think that is exactly what you're saying yes (laughs) Um, there's a really good user review that i completely agree right here on shutter from llx3 he gave it three out of five skulls uh it started off strong but the story sort of hummed along with no clear beat the big reveal at the end and being just interesting enough love seeing jenna malone as a leading lady she carried the film well despite the unstimulating scene directions and I think that's the best way I feel about the way the plot moved forward is there was yeah. nothing really exciting happening at any point. Yeah, I mean, the stakes, like, despite the fact that she was trying to, like, discover what happened, the stakes were incredibly low just because, like, the nuns were just, like, doing their daily whatever. They were just nunning about. And then the only thing that was exciting was, like, the weird flashbacks about her childhood. Yeah. Um. So getting into acting... <laughs> Yeah. Weird choice to cast Jenna Malone in this because <laughs> Jenna Malone is not She's British. Not British? I had to Google that. I was like, wait a minute. That sounds like yeah. a fake accent. Anyways. I also don't think this is the best representation of Jenna Malone as a leading lady. Yeah. I I feel like we don't get enough of her, and which is a shame because she is wonderful. She's great. But this movie did not showcase that at all. I still say the best example of Jenna Malone as a leading lady is saved which is like her first movie oh cool another movie about you know church and religion but it's a comedy 
about yeah. a pregnant Christian girl. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, with Macaulay Culkin. Oh, nice. So yeah, I, she was an interesting choice. I get why you would want Jenna Malone because she is fantastic. Mm-hmm. This just wasn't like her greatest performance. Yeah, she like could, there, there was like, she couldn't do that much. Like she tried really hard and I thought that watching her The was script great. gave her so yeah. little to work with. I know. Uh, and like, I did not like the character that much at all. Like, I guess it made a little sense when we get to the end in the kind of plot twist they were going for. Yeah. But she came off as one of those atheists that I don't like as a fellow atheist agnostic. Yeah. Which is you meet a priest or a nun or anyone religious and you're just hostile from the beginning. And that's not to, you know, uh, slap anyone on the wrist for having religious trauma. There's very valid reasons not to... like the church but she was just so fucking hostile coming in why would they want to work with you if the first thing you say is oh no i don't do your rituals yeah like cut the bullshit when you're i'm just here to figure out who murdered my brother and at that point it's being investigated as a suicide and immediately the first time you're meeting any of these people you're accusing them of murder she's like he was murdered i just know it." Based on what? You haven't even seen the body. You haven't I read know. the report. I just know because I'm a demon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the twist is that she's uh, a fallen angel slash demon. I don't know. But but in her in her regular life, Sam, she seems fine. She's just an eye doctor. She doesn't know that she has special powers at all. Yeah, she's an she eye doctor. Does. She's a little... I would say as a as a person, she's a little on the boring side. <laughs> yeah, she's just average. Yeah. And I, I think if that's what they were going for, they did a good job. Yeah. Um, she's very average. And so Jenna played her very average. It's like people shit talk Kirsten Stewart for her performance of Bella in Twilight. But that's how Bella's written in that's the book. Bella's, she was she's, perfect. She's just average, but she's portrayed <laughs> as perfect through the eyes of the fucking weirdo vampires. Yeah, exactly. Um, I really liked uh, Danny Houston as um, the priest. Yeah. He was so likable that I thought he was going to be like the murderer in the end, but no, they just went this whole demon fallen angel route. Right. Father yes. Romero. The weirdly American <laughs> out of place. Yeah, yeah. Father Romero, who is totally American. and scotland i think um janet sozman as mother superior was underused yeah i think Uh, so too weirdly underused like they set up weird mother superior as the big antagonist and i barely remember her in this film i thought thought she was supposed to be the bad guy like once she went into like the the like the holding cell they like left her in there and I was like okay she like gonna come back I I thought that they were gonna do a thing and flip the flip the script and have mother superior like try to like save grace Mm -hmm. and be like I knew I told you they were gonna try to like put you in the tomb blah 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 but like nope she just like was she she wanted to kill grace too but she didn't like try to do that Yeah, yeah it was very weird very strange uh the other prominent character for me was the young nun who kept going peekaboo yeah, I can't even uh, find her on this cast list. I'm trying to find her. Yeah, I I <laughs> thought she was very weird. She was probably the scariest of all the nuns. But oh, also, I kept was. waiting for her and Jenna Malone to kiss. Like, they had this weird energy between them. Yeah, here she is. I found her. She is, like, super red hair. 
Yeah. But like the way she was watching over her in the hospital bed. Yeah. I was like, oh, is this going to go that direction? Right. And but yeah, she was like super weird and like creepy and I like didn't even like her. They're like, oh, yeah. she's like cute and like she's an M. Like, nah, she's like annoying me. Yeah. Um, yeah but to get into the story the opening scene of this movie could have been completely cut in my opinion Mm -hmm. the um my brother said i always had a guardian angel and it's showing us the end of the movie first and i in my notes i described it as oh we're getting that anime um record scratch i bet you're wondering how i got here (laughs) moment right you could have just started with her in her uh, eye doctor office yeah you didn't need to like foreshadow that a nun is trying to kill her yeah it, yes it was a weird it was a weird opening scene I didn't enjoy it yeah and then like the the reason and like also I find that her occupation is like very like not it doesn't make any sense like she could they could have made her do anything She's mm-hmm. just like an eye doctor, and I guess that's like cool because she's like a woman of science, but like make her like a neurosurgeon then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like I don't the, know. <laughs> the eye doctor thing only came back mm-hmm. at the end where the guy was like, Yeah, the old lady you were working with said you cured her vision. And then we get the flashback to her and her demon nun state curing the old woman's vision. Well, then like just cure everybody. Yeah. Then then people will think it's like strange and like something's wrong when everybody like leaves with perfect bit. You know what I mean? Like so like one or the or other. Or if she's yeah, a surgeon of some type, like right. a spinal surgeon. Yeah. Uh, have it so her patient comes back and he's walking like nothing was ever wrong with him. That's what I'm saying. Like, like something big stuff. Something more significant for the end of your movie. Yeah, but... not an eye doctor. That just doesn't even matter. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, she finds out her brother killed himself. She's sad about it. Yeah. She goes to the convent to, you know, prove that he didn't kill himself. He was murdered. Um, does not make a good first impression on everybody because she has to make sure they know she's an atheist who doesn't believe in them. To the point that when she fainted and woke up in the hospital and the fo- the priest was talking to her and being like just a nice guy. Yeah. Um. He was like, do you have anyone else we could call? And she was like, no, my mother's dead. And he was like, oh, well, where's your father? In jail for killing my mother. <laughs> it's like, She's okay. chill. He's yeah, just like, trying to be nice. I know. It's like, listen, like, you're lucky that I'm, like, here right now. I could just go. Yeah. And then he said, okay, I'll pray for them. And she said, no, don't pray. <laughs> like, all right. He's like, all right, I won't. Bye. Like, like, I'm not religious, but I would never, I don't get offended if people say they'll pray for me because, like, what do I care? Like, right. What do I, it doesn't they, hurt they're, my feelings. It, that's coming, like, thoughts and prayers during a mass tragedy mean nothing. But, like, yes. person to person, if they say, oh, I'll pray for you, that like, that's the fine. nicest thing that they can think to do because they're praying right. to their higher power. So, like, why am I going to shit on that if that's what they truly believe? Yeah, that's them trying to, like, do you a solid like yeah 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 and she like even like when she gets like a ride with like the taxi guy and he's like do you want me to wait for you and she's like no and he's like well i'll be back and she's like okay and then she fucking falls in the water and he like rescues her but she does not give a shit Mm -hmm. like what the heck dude quit Um, fainting so (laughs) 
So the priest gives her her brother's belongings and she finds his journal and he writes in this made up code that they made up when they were children being abused by their father. So he wouldn't be able to understand what they're saying to each other. Mm -hmm. And she finds out he was looking for some kind of relic. And I think this is it. They directly reference it. But the relic is something that the Catholic Church would have taken during the Crusades, you know, Mm -hmm. when they were collecting all these like religious relics and stealing from other countries. And yes, all of that shit. (laughs) Um, And so she comes to the conclusion that they killed him because he wouldn't, you know, tell them where the relic was, that he figured out where the relic was. And so they killed him because they want it. And the father's like, oh no, I mean- we need to stop relying on relics and stuff. Yeah, he's trying to be a modern man and stuff like that. And then creepy stuff happens. Uh, she keeps having these visions around her of people dying, including mm-hmm. her brother, herself, the annoying nun she has weird chemistry with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it turns out that all these visions are her are of the future, I guess. Mm-hmm. And every time someone tries to kill her, they end up dying because of some weird demon fallen angel magic she can like be yeah. in two places at once yeah super cool because <laughs> that the i keep calling her a demon fallen angel plot twist she's the relic they've been looking for all this time she didn't even know it because she buried her past because she was traumatized yeah she buried her past because she's been alive since the 1400s yeah and she was entombed because she was a demon fallen angel thing oh is that what that was about i wasn't following after a while i was getting confused <laughs> a little bit i was yeah, like oh, so what <laughs> so the whole twist is that she's an ancient entity and that's why her father just found her on the beach soaking wet with no birth certificate and took her in yeah is because she's a fallen angel so she wouldn't have that information so yeah they sealed her away and after more deaths, she comes back to the church and finds the father and the nuns. And he's like, it's time we we end you. You're not cursed. You're blessed. And so they put the nun veil on her and try to entomb her again. But she kills the priest and um, goes, away. <laughs> goes, goes back in time and asks her brother for forgiveness. And he's like, yeah. Uh, yeah but you don't need to save me. I have to do this. And he dies anyway. Well, at least there's that. So she doesn't have to feel guilty at all. <laughs> yeah. So then she jumps off the cliff and uh, mother superior is like, oh no, she's not dead. She can't die. But then she goes uh, yeah. in a taxi and tries to shoot her in the face, but gets hit by a car instead. By the car, yeah. And that's basically the movie. It was 90 minutes. So it could have been worse. It could have been two hours. They like to drag these Catholic church horror movies out to the third hour it felt longer it did feel watching it (laughs) it did feel longer and i think that's because the plot was so meandering yeah that's i was like what (laughs) we didn't have like a lot of exciting things going on it was just not really this demon being a dick to nuns the most crazy thing that i still think we didn't like get a whole lot of extra detail on was like what the what happened with her dad like after he I thought that he died after he like abused them and put them in cages I didn't realize until the end that excuse me she like brought him back to life and then he came back and he was like scared 
Yeah. So I guess, I guess, yeah, I guess he almost drowned, but she brought him back to life. And he's like mad now. (laughs) Yeah. Because he's in jail for killing their mom. But he should, he didn't have to do that. Like, why did he put the mom in the cage? Like what, what happened? I don't know. I, the writer director of this movie (laughs) seemed to have so many ideas to make it creepy, to make it intense. And I, I don't know what the message he wanted to get out was yeah i don't even get the fact that like she saw the visions of herself helping herself out in the future from like the past and i was like okay she just like seeing everything now i'm gonna be dead or like i I don't know it was just a little bit i it's just confusing a little bit i'm still confused i think yeah i think i would have liked this movie a lot more had they dropped that like demon angel angle and it was just yeah kind of a slow burn thriller of a corrupt convent yes because they did mention that they were like extremists mm-hmm. but like they didn't really do anything extreme except try to get the brother but they didn't they, they didn't understand i don't know because like how were they certain that the sister would come back That's i don't know a- you see like the, now I'm like talking it out and I'm like not understanding <laughs> yeah when you start thinking about it yeah it disintegrates and creating not a great first step into our new <laughs> shutter error era 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 but that's okay there's so much cool stuff to explore on shutter yeah um so I'm excited yeah not excited to go back to the originals we're we almost do, done we gotta, gotta do, do that though gotta we're do. gonna finish it we I swear it, we girl. are gonna finish it we might not get to legacies because of netflix password sharing bullshit but we're gonna finish the fucking my god yeah just let us finish it i'll be damned because you know what i don't i don't hear people talking about legacies it's fine it's fine yeah we don't have to do it it's fine yeah we gotta finish what we started we're almost there so yeah um (laughs) for this movie the plot was just it was really slow and nothing really happened until the end you know, know you get those kind of jump scares with the nun slitting her wrists and yeah but then we get that scene twice because it's just a yeah. vision of the future so <laughs> when it happened again i was like oh yeah i guess she'll just be dead and i was like i guess she didn't save her yeah. okay <laughs> that fine it was just whatever man um it was just a meh for me. Um, this review is funny from Persephonil. Two okay. out of five skulls. Well, the scenery is beautiful. Hashtag leave the Catholics out of it. Yeah, it was cool to be in Scotland, but like, geez. Yeah. It was just, I don't know. It was overall fine. I Inoffensive. It wasn't like, it wasn't good or bad. It just exists. It just exists. I know. Yeah, it's not good or bad. It just is. Yeah. Um, yeah let's go ahead and talk about production this is a pretty quick movie review for a long episode yeah um so i agree the scenery is absolutely beautiful we're in scotland you can't go wrong shooting in scotland yes very cool love scotland love scottish people love the accent love the ruins the stones the ocean the cliffs the green but also it looked very dark and dismal because it's very rainy there so it could have been just like normal looking good setting for a horror movie um the effects were pretty cool uh, when the nun killed herself, not the wrist slitting one, but the one who ran out to stab her and something broke her wrist and she stabbed oh. herself. That was a pretty cool effect. 
Um, the one who gouged out her and I because she saw the devil and they didn't even talk about that once ever again. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm disappointed that this was the movie we got because yeah. I think setting a horror movie in a convent in Scotland and Scotland historically is a pagan country. A thousand percent haunted too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, very. So there's a better there. horror movie you could do with these elements. Yeah, but they didn't. They did not. They did not do it. They missed it. They missed the boat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is there anything else? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to skim through these. It was cool Re- because sometimes like the color scheme was interesting because everyone was wearing whites. Mm-hmm. Like that was yeah. Cool. I, the cinematography was pretty, and I do like the all yeah. white nuns. The Let me nuns look in all into white. That. I was meaning to look up like have wire habits white like a nun habit color meaning. Yeah, all uh, nuns were different color habits. They were white. Um, <laughs> but that that's all I have for production. I can't think of anything else. Let me see if Wikipedia has anything for us to discuss on production. Uh, white veils are for novices. Interesting. Wait, why does the nuns wear all white clothing? Because they're novices. All those women were just noobs. Um, white habits. I guess it also depends on who the church's founder is and what saint wore, what the color was worn by the saint or whatever. Okay, not much on it, just white because it looked cool. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, anything, any cool things on Wikipedia? Not particularly um it looks like the poster is cool looking yeah i like the poster that's why i had high hopes for this um he was inspired the filmmaker was inspired to make this film due to his inherent fascination with all denominations of religion apparent strange essence saying i'm never more spooked out than if i walk into a church or a temple i want to make a movie about religion but do it seriously well, you're going to have to do another one. <laughs> oh, shit. Because this wasn't really about religion. It was about Jenna being, like, confused about being alive for a lot of years and forgetting about it. Mm-hmm. She's like, I had no idea. I've been alive for 300 years. Oh. So weird. She did grow older, but I guess she's growing older very slowly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. But anyway, I don't have anything else to add. The only other real horror show aspects is <clears throat> uh like I don't I don't know, just uh the death of a sibling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the death of a sibling is scary. Um, nun stealing all your clothes and putting you in ugly nun clothes is scary yeah and then like having a abusive father that kills your mother and keeps you and your brother in a cage and stuff and like beats you with a cross but like he doesn't know why he's doing all that he just is and I don't Mm -hmm. know that's it man everything else I can't pull anything because none of this would really happen because it's all too crazy yeah making sense having a having a detective that like really is just like super blase about everything mm-hmm. <laughs> does not Wait, i forgot that the detective even existed i know <laughs> and that's what happens when you have too many things you're too many questions you're asking in a movie 
yeah, your mind is going in all these different directions and you're trying to like piece things together, but it doesn't go together. It's just makes you frustrated. So, oh, well, we'll get, we'll do it and get, we'll do it better next time. We'll try it again next time. Yeah. Is, is this guy working on anything else? Christopher Smith. I don't know. What is he working on? Christopher Smith. It's a lot of work. He, this is his current move. Most recent. Yeah, most recent movie. And I don't know if he has anything else coming out. All right. Well, we'll see. Maybe he'll do some cool shit. He's doing some TV shows right now. And we'll see. It looks like he does like mostly horror. So keep an eye. He has another movie called The Banishing. I think I've heard of that though. Banishing does sound familiar. Yeah. We're set in England. Yeah. Haunted house. Okay. Reverend. There we go with the religious stuff. Okay. Okay. So it's like his thing. Okay. I gotcha. But, but I, I think that's all I have in terms of a review for this movie. I think so too. I think, uh, I think that's all we can say (laughs) (laughs) without speculating. Right. Um, yeah. Well, I give it a, I I give it a meh. Like it wasn't offensive, but it wasn't groundbreaking in any way. Yeah, yeah. It didn't it didn't like do something different, you know. Maybe a little tiny bit, but I didn't expect for her to be like an angel demon, but that was pretty cool. But that's it, yeah. man. Anyway. Okay. Well, are we ready for the outro notes? We'll wrap it up. I'm ready. All right, sweet. So Real Horror Show was created by Sam Odie and Stormy Skies and is directed by Sam Odie. And today we learned that just like do things, you know, like one at a time, don't do too many different things in the story. It's a little bit confusing, Um, but uh, don't be super hostile when you're meeting religious people because they might not like help you out. So that's maybe that's something anyway. Yeah. Like what you hear, you could find Real Horror Show on Spotify, TuneIn, Google Play Store, Stitcher, iTunes, and Pandora. Really, really like what you hear. Follow us on social media. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Horror Show Pod or search for Real Horror Show on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook at Real Horror Show. Like our page, share our stuff. We also have a website that all of our written reviews and podcasts can be found, realhorrorshow.com. We also have an Instagram and a TikTok. So search for Real Horror Show on both Instagram and TikTok. excuse me i'm getting over a cold so i may sound a little nasally uh do you want to interact with us want to make sure we're real humans not space vampires or just comment or like give us a suggestion to review comment on one of our episodes add to something email us i think it'd be super cool if we got some email messages email us at realhorrorshowpodcast at gmail.com We love horror, and if you're listening, you do too. Please help us keep our project going by visiting our support page on our website, where you can make a one-time donation via PayPal. We also have an Amazon wish list. If you feel like buying us something tangible, help convey our love more than a monetary donation would. Also, you can find the Buy Us a Coffee button on our website. It's a button you can click that will pay us the amount you would need to buy a coffee. A little bit goes a long way. And sometimes we can't help artists monetarily, excuse me, and that's okay, by simply liking, sharing, retweeting, anything, and giving us an awesome review will help us out tremendously. Uh, the other pertinent news we kind of discussed early on in the podcast, The Real Horror Show, which were the five individuals lost in the, sub, uh, the submersible that 
have been turned into jelly uh and uh ask me the rest in peace uh any other pertinent news sam <laughs> i don't think so i think that's the best way to describe it some of the dumbest things i've seen are people asking if they'll try and retrieve the bodies no um, but there are no bodies there are no uh, bodies Hank green put it best you are no longer biology you are physics yeah when you implode at that amount of pressure yeah um, and like even reading about that sometimes it's like hard to wrap my mind around but you have to understand that it was so fast and so hot and so much energy mm-hmm. and all that force that they just disintegrated. Yeah. You know, honestly, like a, yeah. best way to die in this scenario. In, in that scenario, I would, I would agree because it happened and I didn't even know it, which yeah. is the best, but that, and we'll leave it at that. But anyway, that's been taking up my whole life for the past week. It's taking <laughs> up all of our lives. Right. Yeah. All of our lives. But like, I'm glad that like you and I both, I, I knew that you would be on it. And I've noticed that your Twitter, um, between about it. So I'm like, yes. So Sam knows about it too. So, and my cold, oh, but it's going away. Of course I would get sick in the summer. How silly. That's a real horse show. Uh, anyway, uh, Sam's uh, back from her mini uh, honeymoon and she is newly married. So congratulations, Sam. This is very, very cool. And yeah, we're back, guys. So go ahead and watch Consecration on Shudder, which is very, uh, like, it's very affordable. So definitely look into it. Um, Hell yeah. All right. Yeah. And then also, we're going to try to finish the, uh, we will finish the originals, guys. So don't get rid of Netflix just yet if you're following along with the originals. Yeah. All right, cool. Our outro song is called Creepy Doll by Jonathan Colton. Thank you, fuck off, and have a swell evening. And this is Real Horror Show signing off.